Now, I know you can hear the smile all in my voice because I am grinning from ear to ear and ready to invite you to join me for the Mavens Making Money Moves. Now, this event was curated to help you improve your financial wellness, and I'm excited to be one of the speakers for the day to help you get your money up. Yes, I'm here for you, honey. So go ahead and secure your seat for this digital event. Yes, I said digital for October 10th for a half a day of great speakers and amazing content. Now, registration is going to close on September 30th. So I need y'all to go ahead and head down to the show notes. Click on the link or go ahead and type in myrashaw.com forward slash money moves in order to get your ticket now and reserve that seat. That's M-I-A-R-A-S-H-A-W dot com forward slash M-O-N-E-Y-M-O-V-E-S. And y'all know I'm all about learning by example and not a bunch of bull. And this is no different. This digital experience was created to help you improve your financial wellness by gaining funding resources, resetting your financial plan for your business, reducing your debt with technology and apps, gaining information on real estate investing and financial planning, networking with advisors, mentors, and fellow mavens, and also leaving equipped to make empowered financial decisions. Now, who you know don't need that? So not only do you need to sign up, go ahead and make sure you send this link out and get all your girls and everyone else to sign up for this. The experience day will also include an interactive beauty line music and giveaways announced throughout the event and again registration closes on september 30th so join me by securing your seat at myrashaw.com forward slash money moves that's m-i-a-r-a-s-h-a-w.com forward slash m-o-n-e-y-m-o-v-e-s i can't wait to see you at this amazing digital event you won't want to miss it Hey, y'all. I hope you guys are staying safe and well. And please let me know that you are. Now, on this episode of Now That's Life, we're going to discuss the importance of becoming more confident across your life. That's from home, work, school, and or even that entrepreneurship journey you've been dying to take, should you desire. We have an extra special guest today that not only walks the walk, but lives and talks the talk. She's going to drop all that key game and knowledge that we need to know to be our best selves and walk in our greatness. So, you know, we all about that over here. Nothing but the best in development and growth. I'm your host, Dr. Nina Ellis Hervey, a licensed clinical and school psychologist in the states of Texas and Louisiana, a nationally certified school psychologist, a licensed specialist in school psychology, a certified professional life coach, a clinic director, and also an associate and tenured professor. And this is the Now That's Life podcast. And while I want this podcast to be a helpful and a great resource to you, it is not meant to be a substitution for a relationship with a licensed mental health professional. 
And let me make sure that I say, y'all, I love hearing from you all. Many of you all have reached out, sending emails, DMs on Instagram, messages by way of Facebook, lots of other things. And while I'm not able to respond to everyone, I am so happy that you reach out, especially those of you all that comment on my YouTube videos and things of that sort. You know that I try to sit and make sure that I comment back as much as possible. So I love the love. It gives me ideas. It gives me fresh new perspectives. And it also helps me learn how to better serve you all. And also the idea of bringing in lots of guests now for the podcast. You guys are the reason why I continue to grow and get different, you know, become different in my skin and do more and also find new ways to be innovative and bring you the information that you not only want, but that you need, because we are going to make sure that we're educated and motivated through each other's experiences, as well as the real world as it is. And right now we know it's in a bit of a disarray, but we can still learn, grow, develop, and move forward. So today's episode is quite special because I have a great and amazing guest on that I absolutely adore and look up to. I believe she's an amazing role model and more than that, a model of how to take life by the reins. And I'm talking about the amazing and the beautiful and well-equipped with it all. I'm going to tell y'all, you're going to be so shocked with everything here. Mrs. Myra Shaw. Now, just a bit about her. Her name is Myra Shaw, but her loyal tribe of followers calls her Maven Myra. Maven Myra. So y'all know her as Maven, right? She's a life and a business strategist, a leadership facilitator, and a high energy transformational speaker who recently appeared on the OWN Network. Yes, Oprah's Network. Y'all heard that right. Before starting her business, she worked as a no-nonsense, high-powered energy trader at some of the nation's largest oil companies. If all of that wasn't enough, she is also a wife and mother of four adult children and serves as an executive board member of Icon's Women's Organization. You are CPR, capable, prepared and ready for your very next step is the model Maven Myra frequently shares with her audience and clients who includes corpreneurs, up and coming business babes to those transitioning to a new career. So she serves all across the board. She helps them gain clarity, connection and confidence on creating the lifestyle they desire. So I'm so excited about this episode because I think you're going to learn so much in the world of creating and garnering confidence. And the reason why I knew Myra was perfect for this topic was because she has helped me in so many ways and working with her on some projects and different things and seeking guidance from someone who's been there, done that, who understands, who's worked not just hard, but work smart. Because over here, we're about working smart, y'all. I want you to hear that. Not only does she show her beauty, but her strength in knowing and understanding, standing the test of time, and even more so, I've just watched her for years and, and have seen what she's done and how she's done it. And from the time I met her, I knew that she was a special soul. So I cannot wait to bring you today's episode. And let's sit back, kick back, Get some good gems in here and listen to a lot of the things that she's going to say, because you're going to find a lot of great jewels. 
Well, you all, I am so excited to have you all here today, but I am so happy and grinning from ear to ear to have Mrs. Myra Shaw on. Wow. Just just happy to have her presence. And without further ado, I'm going to have her, even though we've told you a bit about her, but I always feel, y'all know, I love to give people the floor to tell you who they are. You know, beyond the bio, beyond all of that, because we are digging deeper and we want to know more. So, Myra, please uh, let us know more about you. And also, thank you for being here today. My pleasure. It's it's an honor to be with you and your amazing um, community that you've built. Uh, just great to, to be a part of such a wonderful community of women. Ah, we are so happy to have you. And 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 all of them, I'm sure, will say that they are happy to have you. And our even our small percentage of men, I know that they yes. learn things from us over here too. So just happy to welcome you and would love to hear more about you. So let us know some more about you now. Yeah, so my previous career before um doing what I do now, I was in the oil and gas industry. Surprise, surprise, here in Houston, Texas. Um, The last 15 years of that 27-year career, I was a natural gas trader. So one of the few African-American female traders in the nation trading that commodity. It's still like weird to believe that that's such a stat, but um, really a high-powered, very busy, stressful at times career, but I really, really enjoyed it. It was well-suited for my personality. And I had started my business two years, four years before I got laid off from Chevron, which I'm calling it a business now because that's what it is. But in the beginning, I had no intentions on becoming an entrepreneur, none at all. This grew into a business. My desire was just to connect women um, because I am naturally a connector. I had women on the left that needed a resource and women on the right that were the resource. And so all I Mm. wanted to do was connect them. I was not trying to start a business, become an entrepreneur, any of those things. So over the years, um, two phrases that really sum up a lot of what I do is that I'm a hope curator and a confidence cultivator. That's what I am passionate about doing um, for male and female clients, because if we can get our hope up, that's what we need to exercise our faith, to believe the thing we're trying to create or deliver into the earth. Um, And then the confidence to do it, to keep doing it when it's failing, when we're getting it wrong, when um, it doesn't seem like it's going to line out sticking with that confidence that this is what I was born to do. And it has to happen. Wow. Oh my goodness. Confidence. Did you say confidence curator? Did I hear that right? Confidence hope curator and a confidence cultivator because confidence does have to be cultivated. It's Mm. not something that you just wake up and you have it and you have it every day and you have it all day. It's just not how it works. It has to be cultivated. It has to um, have water put on it. You have to pull the weeds from around it. You have to put good soil on it. You have to excavate um, the stony rocks that might be growing. All of that has to happen around confidence 
for it to grow and for it to be strong. That has to happen. Wow, Myra, I love hearing that because I, I will say in the past I had a um a, a ongoing thing that I would do over on YouTube called keeping the confidence. Mm-hmm. And for a lot of the same reasons when I thought about it is a lot of people, and I want your input on this, a lot of people fail to realize that sometimes confidence can be a little bit fleeting. You mm-hmm. mentioned watering it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that we feel that when we get confidence, that it just bleeds everywhere. Like it's just going to be everywhere and you never lose it. But there might be situations that bring up some, you know, some some shaky points. It doesn't mm-hmm. mean that you lost all your confidence, but some shaky points. For those of us now that are, you know, you're you're this wonderful businesswoman, you understand the ins and outs, you know how to connect people with resources. How do you stick through those times when you need to curate that hope and that confidence? How do you keep that a little bit more, um, you know, leveled? How, right. how do you see that? I So I call it confidence dips because mm. everyone everyone experiences confidence dips. That could be just a little, a a small drop. If you imagine seeing a bar graph, okay, and there's a a drop in that, that's a confidence dip. Now you could have a dip, which is a small spike down, or you could have a confidence drop valley. It's a little bit longer than just a small drop, right? But here's the thing. We all experience those, but understanding that when you when you experience a confidence dip, that it's temporary and something that you do not need to do in that process is to beat yourself up about experiencing a dip. It's very mm. normal. So normally what happens, we, we, we come to a confidence dip and then we start beating ourselves up, especially those of us that are high achieving women, high achieving men. Okay. We feel like we are not supposed to experience the confidence dip. I'm past that. I'm, I'm, I've done this work and I have this paper on my wall and this, and I've done this and I've all of these things that we equate to confidence never dipping. So when it happens, instead of us figuring out what the dip is about and working to get past it, we spend time beating ourselves up about even experiencing a confidence dip. So that's the first thing I would say, be gentle with yourself. Mm. Be gentle Mm. with yourself because I don't know anyone. I talk about confidence a lot and I experience confidence dips. But that doesn't prevent me from talking about confidence, right? That's something right. that I often say is don't look at people. And people have said to me, wow, you, you've come across as such a confident person. I am a confident person, but I, that doesn't excuse me from experiencing a dip in confidence. Um, you know, I could be experiencing a dip in confidence um, in my body image, but that mm. doesn't mean I can't get on stage and rock it and do what I do. Okay? Right. Two different, that's two different areas. My ability to be on a stage and perform well versus me standing in the mirror and thinking my hips are bigger than I like. Two different areas. So you can experience a dip in one area and be fine in another. That's why I always encourage us not to beat ourselves up because that one dip 
does not define you, the total amazing badass that you are. It's a dip. That's just what it is. And so to account for that, understanding that it is a dip, this is a temporary situation. The second thing, I don't need to beat myself up about this. And thirdly, examine it for what it is. Mm. In the example that I gave, if I'm having um, uh, a confidence dip in my body image, then I can examine that and say, well, um, you ate fried food four times this week. You skipped all your workouts. You drank vodka instead of water. Listen, okay? (laughs) Listen, you can go back and say, this dip is because this is dip. This dip is a result of what I did not do. Okay, that just is what it is. Those are the facts. Now I have the ability to hit reset and get back on track. That's it. I can get back on eating healthy, get back on my workouts, drink my water, take whatever that looks like that I know. I know what I need to do. This is a dip. I have identified why I'm experiencing this feeling and now I need to get back on track. That's it. There is no need to pitch a tent lay out and, and, you know, throw mud on yourself because you experienced it. It's part of the journey and it's okay. Oh, you see, you said a mouthful there. And I wanted to, I was sitting here thinking and I said, you know what? I want to make sure that Myra gives us her definition of confidence mm-hmm. as it stands because we, we, we talk about confidence and I think a lot of people get into the discussion, right? And mm-hmm. we like to say who has confidence, who doesn't. Mm-hmm. And then we'll dig deeper into what that means in business as well. However, what do you see as the key components of confidence? Because when we, I say that because when we say someone is lacking confidence or when people say they are, what do you think they're actually conveying or what they're reporting? Yeah, so for me, confidence, and I really pull it from the the traditional um, definition, a feeling of self-assurance rising from my ability or my qualities. But the Mm. key word in that definition is arising. Arising to me is an action word. That means it's in motion. That means it's not a fixed state. I don't gain confidence on Monday and I am assured to have that confidence in every area for the entire week. Arising means that it's always in motion, that some days I'm having to work on it more than other days. Um, There are some areas that I have to work on it this month that last month they were all tucked away and just fine. It's part of the journey. It's um, when I explain um, when I'm frequently using the word balance rhythm versus work life balance. Work life balance seems to be a fixed state. I'm trying to get to a particular place. A balance rhythm gives flexibility that a rhythm is in motion. Monday is probably not going to look like Tuesday, but how we maintain that balance rhythm and even that confidence is setting the boundaries. Okay. What am I not going to do? What am I going to do? What am I going to let in, not let in? And the, the, the rhythm or the confidence rhythm is what's happening within those boundaries. It's mm. not, it's not a fixed state. You see what I'm saying? It's always right. 
emotion. And so that confidence, same as our balanced rhythm, these are things, ebbs and flows. Sometimes life throws things at us that were well unplanned, unpredictable. And if you don't have confidence in that moment, in that season, you're living. That's what you're doing. You're living. I think we take a lack of confidence and we use it as something or we've been subconsciously taught to beat ourselves up about that. But again, I think if we always go back to examine, why am I feeling this way? How did I get to this dip? Then we can see this is, you know, there have been some steps prior to this that have gotten me to this place. I can identify that and, and move forward with a strategy, action plan, a pivot, whatever needs to happen to get back to a better place. Mm. And see, I like that. That leads us right into the next idea. So here, um, man, you are giving us some nuggets. You giving us some information. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here enjoying it and yeah. <laughs> getting into it, taking notes myself. And I want to move into, because you mentioned this action plan, right? So mm-hmm. I, my listeners know that I always like to leave them with a little bit of an article to kind of frame what we're discussing so that they have some things to pull from. And I found a success.com article and it tells us some ways to become more confident and it does work in the work and professional aspect. So I'm going to hit just some top key ones and see what your thoughts are here and what you would help a client do in order to reach or become more strengthened in their confidence as it applies to their life, to their business, and how that all fits together as one to make them a more sound being within themselves. So the first thing is strengthen your mind. Myra, can you tell us how a person can become, you know, reach that pinnacle of more confidence and and use the tactic of strengthening their mind? Yeah. So there's a quote that I say um, within my Maven Nation community frequently, and it says, the work is not skippable. I made a Mm. whole word. Skippable is not a real, but it, it works. Skippable. The work it is works. skippable. And what that refers to is the internal work. Mm-hmm. That never refers to the external work. What type of top you have on? How bad are your shoes? You know, what type of style is your hair? It always refers to the internal work. And mindset is internal work. We cannot skip it. Okay. We mm. can put on the best facade that we are confident. But if we haven't done the inside work, the mindset work, which requires us to abandon some mindset thoughts that truly are a lie or don't work for us, you won't know what you need to make the adjustment on if you haven't sat down, gotten still, gotten quiet to do that internal work to evaluate that. So mindset is like, that's the most important thing. Like no greatness, I believe, comes that is maintained and enjoyed when you have not done the mindset work. Mm. It, it has to happen. And so that mindset, knowing that's a, of any client that I work with, the first thing we start with is mindset. Because I can tell them all kinds of amazing strategies and lay out the best laid plans. But if they haven't done the mindset to get to the confidence that they believe they can do it, 
that they even deserve it. That's a whole nother podcast, right? What we deserve and what we believe we deserve, then then they're never really going to get there. Or if they achieve it, they're never going to find peace, satisfaction, fulfillment, joy from it because the mindset work hasn't been done. So the thing that I always start with and tell clients, the work is not skippable. And that work starts with your mind. What are you believing? And we just run through a series of, of some custom tools that I've created to really help them walk through that. Um, so that when they actually achieve the success, they believe it, they know it, they have the confidence to actually enjoy it because, you know, what's what's the point of having success, gaining success, and mm-hmm. you don't really, you still don't have the confidence that you deserve mm. it. Why? I mean, you've done all this work and you're still doubting. That so you're not going to even see what other people see. You, you're absolutely. not going to see what it is at all. At all. You won't see it at all. Wow. And you know what's interesting is you not <laughs> you catapulted <laughs> us right into the next one. You catapulted us right into the next one here. So it says to discard the negative thoughts you don't need. Discard the negative thoughts you don't need. Now, you've mentioned that you start with the mindset work. Mm-hmm. How do you feel discarding negative thoughts that you don't need would fit into that process um with the confidence so again that work if you don't if you haven't taken time to get still and quiet you don't know what those negative mindsets are that you need to put aside right the mind is a tricky thing boy it will slide some stuff in on you that you just take in and when you don't realize well wait a minute that's not even true Um, you're, let's say you're creating something and your mind is telling you nobody's going to buy that. Nobody even wants it. No, that's going to be unsuccessful. Okay. That is a mindset that you don't need and that you know is not true. You've done the research. You know, the thing you're creating solves a problem in the marketplace. You know that. So when your mind tells you, That's not going to be successful. Nobody wants that. Nobody's even going to buy that. And I can tell you, anyone that's a creative that has created anything, we've had to deal with that particular mindset. We've had to talk ourselves off of that ledge, not once, but sometimes a day, (laughs) sometimes multiple times inside of a day. That's almost everything you do, right? Like it just. And you know, honestly, Dr. Nina, I tell clients, If you're not having to fight against some mindsets of how amazing you are and what you can do, you are not doing it right. You're you're trying to do it too small. If the thing you're trying to create is not challenging you, you're not having to battle against mindsets that don't serve you, I can assure you, you're not doing it big enough or you are not doing it right. You're going to be challenged. If you're not being challenged, you're doing it too small. Mindset, mindset battle is, is a daily thing. We're in that game. That's not ever going to change. Wow. Wow. And so basically I, in this, let me know if I'm being too rough here because you know, we're real. We, we're very real. Right. Are you telling a person they need to get used to that feeling? 
get used to it. Again, if you're not coming up against um, mindsets and thought patterns that you are having to remind yourself that is not true. No, I am not going to surrender to that. This is what I am. I am um, an achiever. I am focused on my goals. I have the discipline to execute. If you're not having to tell yourself that, what are you doing? What What are you really producing? What are you really creating? That's very normal to have to keep battling against those mindsets. And so, again, when you're having to do that, be gentle with yourself. The failure mm-hmm. is not, I have to battle against this mindset. The accomplishment, the accomplishment is this, this mindset I'm battling, I'm overcoming it. That's the success mm. of it. I'm overcoming and, it. Not that it's happening. Wow. And Myra, I'm so happy you bring that up because we talk about that a lot over here. We talk about that a lot on YouTube, Instagram, everywhere else. Is that, and, and y'all listen, please listen, listen to her, please. Uh, you know, one of the things that I consistently see Um, And one of the questions I constantly get asked is, how do you find motivation? I think you've just embodied that perfectly with your statement is that, you know, you're constantly going to be working on that. It's not that you get it and it's always there. And if you get used to it, then you'll know how to deal with it when it happens. You'll be literally strengthening yourself. Right. Yeah. One of the things I ask people to do is, have the tools in your toolbox that you need to motivate you. Mm. We, we do a lot of work looking for external motivation, external confidence, external affirmation. Again, this is part of that work you're not skipping. Um, you know, if it's a power music playlist on your phone, if it's a set of affirmations you've saved on your phone, if it's an audio message, a YouTube video, that when you need that dose of whatever you need, confidence, motivation, affirmation, you you know exactly where to go to find it on your smart device and you play it or you read it or you listen to it. You've got to have those things. It's tougher to execute on that when you are already having the valley experience. Your confidence is already in a dip. You are already feeling not worthy, whatever that looks like. So have those tools already in your toolbox. I mean, I have a a bad playlist on my phone that when I need that dose, man, all I got to do is hit play. I have a YouTube playlist. Um, When I need to see it, I can watch it. I have written affirmations in my phone when I need to read it. That's all your senses. You need to hear it. You need to see it or you need to read it. All of those senses, different days, you need different things. I have them already saved on my phone, on my iPad. So when I need them, I just go straight to it. I don't have to figure it out while I'm having the dip. I know Mm. right where to go to rejuvenate myself. Keeping resources at your fingertips. What you saying? Because we're never without the phone, right? We're never. Never without the phone. And now we really have no excuse. Now we really have no excuse. Mm -hmm. Have it it right at your fingertips and ready for you because it's very human to experience a confidence dip. It's very human to sometimes need motivation, to need affirmation. So have it 
for when you need it. You can go right to it. I certainly hope that you all are enjoying the show. We'll be right back after this quick break. We are back. Let's go ahead and dive right back into the second part of the show. Amazing. Amazing. I absolutely love that. Which leads us to this next one. And I'm sure you've heard, seen, and dealt with this one with many of your clients, maybe in your own space. Um, and, and, and help us to see this from your viewpoint or stance. What about the imposter syndrome? Mm. You know, so many of us, you know, we put on this face every day and we're, we're good. And then we mm-hmm. it. like, what am, what's going on? What am I doing? What's happening? Mm-hmm. Um, first off, I'm sure you encourage your clients to think about the imposter syndrome, but how would you explain that to someone? And also how does that work into this building confidence in life and also across your business and those things that you're desiring? Right. I'll give you my personal example of battling imposter syndrome. And it's so funny how this particular syndrome shows up in our lives. Like it shows up as such a big lie. Mm. And it's so big that when we would just take time to examine it, we we would be able to say, now this is absolutely not the truth. So me working on a trade floor, um, you know, nobody looking like me in the role that I'm playing as a trader and having to make millions of dollars for these corporations every year. Amen. Here, here is the here is the way the imposter syndrome showed up for me. So I did not finish college when I was doing this trading work. Okay. So I was very good at what I was doing. The imposter syndrome showed up to say, at some point, these people are going to realize you're not as smart as you think. And you're going to lose this job. They're going to send you home. But Mm. why? I'm meeting all my targets and exceeding them. I'm performing top performer. I like performing well. Where where did this imposter syndrome come from? Why was why was I allowing that to show up when my performance was saying the truth? Right. That I am smart, that I am sharp with numbers, that I can handle the stress that this job brings and still perform well. So the imposter syndrome shows up in ways that are so unfactual. Like when you really think about it, it's always telling you you can't do something or you're not good at something that you normally are pretty badass at it. But the goal of that is to keep you from being great at the thing you were born to do. Wow. Right? Isn't it crazy when you really think about it? Like, you know, imposter syndrome doesn't show up telling me that I can't cook. I'm not trying to be a chef. Right. But if I were trying to be a chef, then it might show up that way. So it only shows up in something that you really are amazing at that it wants to keep you from doing. So Mm. how how do you overcome that? The first thing I say is look at the truth. Look at the facts. 
Mm. Look at the facts. You don't have to like pull out a book on that. Like we just look at the facts of your life. When that would try to show up for me, I had look at my performance. Look at my bonus. They weren't paying me because I was cute. I had to perform and do it well. So why, wow. why you see what I'm saying? Like it really shows up in ways that we really are good at. And it wants to keep us from really getting better, shining brighter in those amazing areas. So when imposter syndrome shows up, look at your facts. Look at what's really happening in your life and how amazing you really are. And what's so interesting about that is that over here, we had we had an episode on the podcast called We're Not Bragging, It's Just mm-hmm. Facts. It's Just Facts. And, and the reason why is because of that. You know, when you don't have anything else to lean on, you need to at least know the facts. Absolutely. You need to at least know where you've come from, what you've done, what's real and what's fiction. Mm-hmm. And you, yep. you put it, you, you, you put it in plain. Y'all heard it. Y'all heard Myra <laughs> say it now. Look at the uh, facts. <laughs> look at the yeah. facts. Look at the facts. And again, you know, in our lives, in our business as entrepreneurs, one of the most valued assets we can have um, in our world is having people that sometimes we do need um, reaffirmation. From other people. We do need support from other people. That's very human. We were created and designed for human connection. There is no app in the world that will ever be able to take place to that. We are designed for human connection. So when you can have that, that support community, those people you can reach out to in your personal circle that can reaffirm that, that can say, girl, no, you're great in that area. You are amazing. Remember you did X, Y, and Z. And remember these results. We need yes. that. Having those people in our personal circle is one of the greatest assets that we can have to be a corporate professional, an entrepreneur, a nonprofit leader, a social influencer, whatever your thing is. We as humans need other humans in our personal networks to say, girl, that's that's not a fact. Here are the facts. You have done mm-hmm. this and this and this. And again, as you said, we're not bragging. We're just stating the facts. We're just that's stating the okay. facts. Hey, look, y'all, I'm a personal, <laughs> a personal testimony to that. Myra has had to do that with me. And I know that I've talked to you about things that I'm nervous about. And mm-hmm. We bring up the facts. That's where we yeah. start. The you facts. Know, that's it's very normal. It's very normal for that syndrome to try to impede anyone's life. No matter how high you've gotten, you know, your degrees, the certification, it's going to keep trying to attack you. And so having other people speak into our lives and support us as well is so, so, so very important to continue to cultivate your confidence, to build your self-esteem, to pursue the bigger goals you have in life. It's tough. It's a tough journey. Okay. But having that support, that's, that's what we need to continue to be able to take each step. I have a Maven quote that says your CPR, that stands for your capable, prepared, and ready for your very next step. 
Your CPR is capable, prepared, and ready ready. for your very next step. Love that. Love that. And here's here's another one for you that builds on that. Now, producing a high-quality personal brand, right? Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we talked about this imposter syndrome. We talked about ways to build that confidence as you're on your road to being a leader, to you working in your business. And all of these things that you brought up work in everyday life, period. Whether you're working a nine to five, whether you're an entrepreneur. So my question is here, because I feel like everybody's developing a personal brand, whether they like it or not. Mm -hmm. But when producing a high quality personal brand, how does confidence fit into that? And how can that be a negative or a positive based on how you develop it? I think confidence plays a huge role in the level of excellence that you are able to deliver. Flat out, mm-hmm. no, no matter whether it's a corporate professional brand or um, an entrepreneurial brand. And again, if if your confidence is low, you're not going to be able to see here. This is one of those things that you can't fake well. There are some things people have figured out how to fake well. Confidence for a, a high level brand cannot be fake. Now you, you be, you know, no. you might be able to get over on some people. Okay. But to say an overall long-term brand, you cannot fake that. And, and it, again, that goes right back to the work is not skippable S- because somebody's going to see it. Um, I had a life coach tell me years ago that if, you know, essentially if you don't do that internal work, the bigger that brand gets, people are going to start to see your holes. Mm. They're going to see it. The bigger the stage gets, that stage could be on social media. It could be on YouTube. It could be on a physical stage in front of thousands. If you, They're going to see those cracks. They're going to see them. And again, that doesn't mean that the, the, you, know, you have to be flawless. That's not what people are even looking for or desire. Nobody wants to be really dealing with somebody who considers themselves to be flawless. But the big gaping confidence holes have to be filled, have to be tended to. That work cannot be skipped for you to build a high quality, keyword, quality brand. Now you could build a big brand and have all kind of foolishness looped in there. But for it to be high quality, um, you cannot skip the work of tending to your confidence. Like we said in the beginning, that requires some excavation, some uh, watering, some pulling of weeds, all of those things um, for you to build the high quality um, or the word that I always use is delivering excellence in your brand. No one that you see on any platform that is truly delivering a high quality, high excellence brand has skipped the work. They've done it. They've done it through tears. Um, They've done it through starting something over that they thought was amazing, that flopped. They have done it through prayer, through fasting, through getting support, through firing people to hire it. All of that, all of that. Um, I think social media kind of gives people the perception that these really high level quality brands um, that people woke up like that. And, and, and it's just not true. There's been a lot of work 
a lot of work, a lot of redoing, a lot of taking your time, a lot of putting the extra effort to redoing something, to getting feedback, to getting constructive criticism. All of those things are required to create a brand um, that is quality and high level. And for me, at the end of the day, I always like to say, I want to be able to sleep well at night. Ooh, hello. Hello. I'm right with you. Yeah. I want the work that I'm doing to speak well at the end of the day. I love that. I love that. And that leads us into this last of May of, of the major points that I think embody a lot of what you represent. How do you recognize your value outside of your work? How do you help clients do that? What, what, what are the best ways for a person to start to see themselves even more clearly outside of this entrepreneurship journey, outside of their nine to five, outside of the other things that they offer, the confidence they're building in this personal brand? So I want to ask again, how do you begin to recognize your value outside of your work? So we hear, you know, people starting these entrepreneurial journeys, they're doing their nine to five. Some people, you have some people that are also just building a personal brand, starting to get their feet wet. How do you advise or think uh, a client or help a client to recognize their value outside of the work that they're doing? That's a big one right there, um, because I've had my own struggles with that, because um, I believe when you um, are a high achieving, um, high functioning person, that we 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 attribute so much of our value to our work. You follow what I'm saying? Yes, we. We we really start to believe that we're only as good as the work that we produce. And that can be very dangerous, very dangerous for your internal health, because we are not just the work that we do. And again, that goes back to the work not being skippable, being internal work, because what happens if the work that you do, you can't do it for a month due to illness? Mm-hmm. or What happens then? So are you now devalued? You have no value. So that's one of those things that I intentionally have clients think about because I think we just move through the world. We don't give that particular thing a lot of thought. So really having clients from the beginning stop and intentionally think through that and Mm -hmm. identify how valuable am I? How do I feel I'm valued outside of my work? And we really have that conversation. And the rule is you can't bring up work. I'm talking about you, the person, the woman or the man. How are you valued outside of your work? And it, it, you would be amazed at how tough a conversation that is for a lot of people, especially the first time someone brings it to your attention and you really have to have a conversation and think about it. Because the first thing we do, we start talking about our work. Oh, I'm valued because I do this and I do that and I earn this. But, but where's your internal values? And so really for me, just really having people have an intentional, I always give that as pre-work. Like these are the things I'm going to ask you 
when we talk again and I give it to them in advance so they can really think through it because it really does require um, us to think through that and be intentional about it because our natural thought is when people say, you know, what's your value and things like that, we start talking about the things we do, our work. Right, right. And it's usually how we identify ourselves. And you're right, bringing that to people's thoughts or bringing it to the table when that's happening is usually quite surprising for people that they only identify through their work. And so I know for me, and you've mentioned this, is strengthening other parts of your life. Um, mm-hmm. Making sure that you're reading, you're you're growing, you're learning yeah. other things. You have an outlet outside of that work. Yes, you have a hobby, something casual, leisure to do. Right, right. Ugh, and people never know how powerful that is. It's, it's so very powerful. Yes. So very powerful. So I, you know, what I like to do now, so this is our second season, Myra. So I'm so excited to have you on this second season. One thing that I wanted to put in here, because I know everybody I'm having on, they embody the word dope. And, you know, dope is just amazing, just exhilarating, uh, above all, achieved, all of that. But I've also made it a acronym. So I'm calling that destined to obtain prosperity in everything. So I believe that every person that I'm having on, because you all have been handpicked as excellence. And so you're destined to obtain prosperity in everything. And so what I want to give my people a chance to do is to explain how they feel on the spot. Y'all, I ain't, I, I'm putting her on the spot. How do you feel that that acronym destined to obtain prosperity and everything applies to you and your work that you do with and for your clients. Wow. That's, that's a good one. Um, I would say for me is I believe the work that I do, um, was the reason that I was born. I was created to do the work that I do of helping people identify what their purpose is and to execute on it, to deliver it into the earth. And so that dopeness for me is one handling people with care that Mm. it can't be just about the money. It can't, it can't be. Um, And when I, I believe when I approach it that way, that I'm always going to treat people with respect, um, honor them, and really meet them where they are. Even as a coach, um, I can't drag people into a certain place. I could see better for them and believe better for them, but I still have to meet them where they are and then encourage them, guide them to the better place that they desire to be. And so with all of that, it's really at the end of the day, the summary is, as I said before, is my work pleasing for what my purpose is? Is it in alignment with that? Have I treated people with care? Have I delivered work that's um, excellent? And when I use the word excellent, that means the best you have with where you are. Doesn't mean perfect. Mm -hmm. Because perfection, that's a whole nother thing that stops us. But excellence means I can deliver the best I have with what I have and where I am today. And as long as I'm doing that each day, 
then that's what I equate my dopeness to be, that I'm delivering excellence, handling my customers and clients with care, and that that God is really pleased as best I can with what I've put into the earth for that day. Amazing. Amazing. Couldn't have put it better. And and with that said, before we head out today, because we've had an amazing time and y'all know I'm hype about confidence. So Myra was hands down the best I feel to talk to on this subject. I also want her to leave you with where you can find her and what she has to offer that's coming up or any other offerings that she would like to mention to you all, because I love for you all to support those that we know are dope, right? They out here, they're doing the work. They're also making sure that they get results with their clients and they're moving and they're shaking and not just moving and shaking in vain. So Myra, can you tell us where we can find you and also the different events or other things that you have coming up and where those can be found? Sure. They can find really everything about me on my website at myrashaw.com. I'm also on the social platforms, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube at Myra Shaw. So they can follow me there. And in October, October 10th, I'm going to be hosting a virtual event called Mavens Making Money Moves. And uh, I have the pleasure uh, Dr. Nina being one of our speakers for this event. But, you know, during this pandemic and social unrest and financial crisis, one of the things that um, has really been on my heart to help people with is, is getting our, our, our money together, getting the numbers in order so that we are better prepared for the next fill in the blank that comes along that disturbs our economy. Um, because, you know, I think any of us know that this won't be the last round of any of this type of stuff. And so our goal for that is to really help men and women create financial wellness at this event. And that's from your mindset to what your money is actually doing to how do you grow your money. So that's going to be on October 10th. It's a virtual event. And here um, very soon, they'll be able to go to my website, myrashaw.com and the events tab and get all of the details and register for that as well. Amazing. And we will make sure that that's all down in the show notes. We'll have all of Myra's links so that you're able to find her, reach out to her, also find out more about the event. So please, you all support and don't hesitate to find out more. And like she said, I'm going to be a part of it. I'm super excited. I'm always about us getting our coins in order and getting our fares in order. So we're definitely going to enjoy doing that. And we hope to see you all there. So Myra, I want to make sure I take the time to say thank you so much. Thank you so much for being here. I know you have a lot going on. And not only that, you work with lots of different people. And we appreciate when people take up their time to do these types of things because we know it, it you know, it's no small feat. And I know it's important to you also to uh, speak to and, and be open, an open witness to people. So we have enjoyed having you on today and this won't be the last time. Thank you. Thank you. It was my pleasure. It was absolutely my joy. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, we'll see you next time and you all make sure you follow up with the links in the show notes. 
Now that's all for today's episode. You all make sure that you follow up with the information provided by Myra Shaw about herself, about our company, and find out ways that you might continue to support. I think that today's episode is one that marks a milestone in ensuring that you all hear from others on this show about how to build even more success through confidence. Confidence is so important. And I don't think that I can say any more about how much I saw through this interview and through this time, being able to reflect on some of my own experiences, experiences you all have shared with me and the experiences of Mrs. Shaw. Like she is amazing guys. So make sure that you check out that information. Also subscribe to this podcast so that you know, when I post my next episode, also sign up for my free e-newsletter at Dr. Nina Ellis Hervey. And you'll also receive my free eight day supernatural course, which really enhances and gives you information, not just information, but applicable information that can help you in your day to day life to become even more of the boss that you plan to be and want to be and are to continue support to support you in that. Right. So you can also find me on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at beautiful Brown baby doll and come and join the tribe over on YouTube. We're at almost 1.1 million. God is good. That's all I'm going to say. Thank you so much for your continued love and support and come on and join me again next week, guys. I hope you stay safe, stay well, keep yourself healthy, please. You all please. Thanks so much for listening and tuning in. Dr. Nina signing out. Peace.